Hello, everybody, and welcome to Speak Out, the Outright Podcast. I am your host, JQ. You can use any pronouns for me. I'm Emma. I use they, she, he pronouns. And I'm Rainer. I use he, him pronouns. And today, in honor of our very belated October, which we are hosting in November. <laughs> hosting. <laughs> yes, we are hosting this month. It's a party. It's a party. Everyone is invited, and especially gay vampires are invited, because that's our theme today. And literally the first thing I have written down is Dracula is gay. And I can elaborate on this statement, um, but I feel like other people might have things that they want to do before getting a crash course in Eastern European history. Uh, (laughs) Bold of you to assume we don't want that right now to start it off. I think you should start us off with it. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Obviously Dracula isn't like, the origin of the vampire myth, but I feel like the circumstances in which Dracula was written are so evocative of the origin of vampires as, like, a popular myth that I think it's important to explore them. Um, Dracula, Bram Stoker, probably a positive gay man, uh, written while Oscar Wilde was on trial for homosexuality, by the way. I have learned about that for the first time recently. Kind of an insane cultural milieu that we're dealing (laughs) Mm. with. And then, if you're like, well, Bram Stoker was Irish, but if you're someone living in the British Isles who's learning about vampires, the way you're learning about them is through this kind of, like, popular media sensationalizing, like, travelogues in Eastern Europe, which is why Dracula is written as a travelogue. It's supposed to have the, like, air of authenticity, like maybe Jonathan Harker is taking all these notes so he can publish them later. Did not know that. Um, And a lot of the horror of Dracula comes from fears about Eastern Europe at the time. Because the, like, early 19th century, well, which is not when Dracula was written, but forgive me, um, (laughs) is really a time of delineating the boundary between an industrializing Western Europe and a sort of peripheral Eastern Europe. And as part of that, you get all these, like, oh... They like they're like backwards. They have these like folklore customs, oh, like you know boy. in the horror movie when it's like the locals know something you oh don't. My god, oh my please. god, that's that's them about Wait. like all of Eastern Isn't Europe. Is there a part where he's like paprika is spicy? Yeah, no. Literally, <laughs> literally chapter one. What? All the locals in Dracula are like, oh, be beware of that guy, that fella. He's strange. He's from around here, but he's strange. Um, Interesting. And so, the main. Lo- I can spoil Dracula, right? It's yeah. Like <laughs> you can spoil Dracula. It was published like two centuries ago. Yeah, but what if people haven't spoil read it yet? It. I mean, I haven't, but you can spoil it. I don't care. <laughs> I like the main, it. like one of the central plot points is that Dracula goes from Eastern Europe to the UK, and he's presented as this like, like he's the evil other, but he's still European. Mm. Like there's the kind of. He walks among us, but he's just like us, but he walks among us, and he's corrupting our youth. He's corrupting our, like, Mm, delicate, innocent women. And so I feel like, obviously, it's not intended to be a queer metaphor, uh, but I feel like a lot of the cultural anxieties surrounding queerness are accidentally replicated in this idea of the internal other, who's like, ooh, he has... Evil desires. Evil desires. <laughs> they involve biting people's necks. <laughs> oh, we got so many notes on biting, bro. He's like, I'm going to claim Jonathan Harker as my own. Oh, God. Okay. So, Wait, have you... Oh, go ahead. No, no. 
I was just gonna say, have you seen like the trailers for the new Dracula no. play that they're putting on? It's like Dracula. <gasps> I have. Yeah, right. But he's so gay. In he's gay. He's, he's gay. Oh and, my god, those are good. And Dracula and Jonathan Harker kiss. Fuck yeah. yeah I just like and they didn't bend the book in my heart. That's yeah, so exactly. And also, I'm pretty sure I don't know Dracula. He just very. He's so good. He's so gay. No, they have him in like very, little it's good. silly little like sleeveless lace shirts and like yeah. silly little capes and stuff. Like it's just very. It pretty. seems like very. It, it seems like it's gonna be very fun. Yeah, I want to see it so bad, but it's yeah. like in New York only. Go New York people <laughs> and their Broadway. Oh wait, and I was gonna say the other kind of cultural basis for the vampire, other than this like ooh like folklore, is um literally Lord Byron. Which, you know, we can debate over. Yeah, L O L. Lord, okay. Lord Byron was a romantic poet of the early 19th century. He died in about in the 18 late 1820s, early 1830s, um, which should give you some idea. Uh, He was very into like sort of anti rationalism. Uh, and also, he was bisexual. Fuck yeah. He was, like, fairly publicly bisexual, not that he would have used the word, but, like, yeah. in the early 19th century, so, you know, ooh. <laughs> yeah, rough time for him. Yeah. And also, he was pretty into Eastern Europe, incidentally. Yeah. Probably helped the vampire connection. So he was probably, like, a vampire. Yeah, he actually age. died fighting <laughs> in the Greek Revolution. Oh, damn. Oh, true. Did not Byron fact. That should be a thing. Byron. Byron. <laughs> you need to put, like, impact font on the top, like, Byron fact. <laughs> Byron fact one, bisexual. Byron fact two, died in Greece. True. Land Good of the bisexuals. Him. Yeah. Honestly. Historically. Historically accurate. Biblically accurate bisexual. <laughs> Not biblically, surely. Historically accurate bisexual is just a vampire. So yeah. true. I actually also have a point about that, but someone else needs to say something, so I'm not just here monologuing <laughs> um, for all day. Let's see, what have I got? Talk we can talk about first kill. Oh my god. Oh my god, bro. There's so many people online were mad about uh, it, and I think Oh, mad about it in what way? Oh, they're like, yeah, it got cancelled. Oh, what? It's like an objectively bad show. Like, it was probably cancelled. You know cancelled. How many, like, objectively bad shows don't get cancelled, though? Yeah, no, very much so. It was definitely cancelled. It was probably, like, cancelled because they were lesbians, but also it was- Oh my god, I took notes on the things that were bad about it while I was watching it because <laughs> and that was <laughs> that was partially because I didn't have service and I needed to talk to my girlfriend about it because she was like, You should watch this, it's gay. Oh, and I, I and then she prefaced it with it's bad. So I had to like report to her afterwards. Yes. God, no, it's truly a bad movie. Uh a, a show, sorry. Um yeah, I've watched the whole thing though. So yeah, that's I also you know. Watched okay, the whole thing. can I? What is the premise of this the show? The premise <laughs> is that there's this girl named Juliet, and she is yeah, it's Romeo and Juliet. Um, because it's it's Juliet and oh, and Cassiope. I honestly Cal- Calliope, Calliope, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I was um, gonna say, I don't remember either of their names, so yeah, you're doing better Juliet than is the hunter. I looked this up before okay. the podcast because like... I didn't remember enough about it. Um, Juliet is like, she's a vampire, and she takes like blood pills so that she doesn't kill people. Um, but then... Which is so pathetic, by the way, let me just say. <laughs> um, yeah, um... don't be a coward. Bite your girlfriend <laughs> on the neck. Come on, that's what she's there for. Uh, and, and, uh... 
Calliope is a vampire hunter, and then they meet at a party, and neither one of them knows anything about the other, because, like, Calliope is, like, new to town. Like, her family is a family of hunters, and Juliet's family is, like, legacy family of vampires. And I looked it up, and the lore is actually kind of interesting, because... Is it based the, on a book or something? It is based on a book. Oh, my God, um, that makes so much sense. But the lore <laughs> about legacy vampires in this series is that they are the descendants of... Lilith, who cho- or right. something or somebody who, no, who like chose is your class to got of evil woman. Yeah, exactly. So let like, somebody who chose to got who chose to get bitten by the snake in like the Garden of Eden, and yeah. I think that's like kind of neat because it's like biting, and then they're biting people. Whoa, connecting Whoa. the dots. Connecting them, connecting the dots. Um, like that one meme. Um. Anyways, they meet at a party. Juliet is like, oh my god, I can't control it. The hunger. And then she bites her. And then Calliope fucking stabs her in the chest with a snake. Uh, and this is all the first episode. And then she lives for some reason, even though no. that's supposed to like kill Average vampires or whatever. One. No, the moment. Yeah, the moment. And yeah. then there's like this whole thing where it's like, oh my god, we want to be together, but we don't trust each other. But then all of a sudden, they do trust each other, and it's not developed at all. Uh, one of the things <laughs> that was in my notes. Gay people moment. Yeah. And like... Their families are like fighting each other. I forgot. Um, their families are like hunting each other because like one of them's hunters and the other one's vampires. So they're like fighting, and then they're like caught in the middle. Oh no. Um, yeah. And then there's like all sorts of like drama between their two family, like within and between their two families, and it's wild. Yeah, no, that show was so crazy. It was so crazy. I think the two highlights for me... Okay, spoilers. Um, <laughs> in case anyone's very concerned about first kill spoilers. Was, no, it's or right. Dracula spoilers. They already left after the Dracula spoilers. No. <laughs> it's like a third of the way through the book anyway. Yeah, it's okay. I don't think you really spoiled anything significant. No. But... Yeah, I still don't really know what the plot of Dracula is, but that's okay. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the part when the dad becomes like the fucking snake and then consumes his mother. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, which the vampires or the hunters? The vampire. The vampires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dad. Oh yeah, they like do like some sort of like paganistic ritual type thing. Right? Yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't even remember how it happened. I just remember he became like a scaly. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just That's like he just consumes like he consumes his mother his yeah and then and then his wife is like damn you ate my mom and then they have sex or something what? it was really crazy oh wait yeah I feel like I remember something about that there's like something where Juliet is like oh it's like your heritage to like. Because we're, like, the chosen lot. We're, like, the... Yeah, we're she's the, supposed the, to get bit by the snake for her, like, coming-of-age ritual. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Wait, she, like, who is? Juliet, the vampire. The vampire. Okay. Yeah, 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 Juliet is the vampire. Uh, oh, God, yeah, that was, like, totally a thing. And, yeah, she, yeah, she like, dies, <laughs> this, like, big, bloody, gory death, like, the mother-in-law or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that part, and then the part when... Um, Calliope's older brother becomes a vampire, and the shot is just of him running in the darkness. And it, but the camera is here, like down here. So it's an upshot of his like, on un, like under his chin, and he's just like he's like his eyes are bloodshot, and he's like running through the woods. It was so crazy. I was like, no way, someone greenlit this. And I was like, this is the shot we want. This we is the to, shot. We have to portray his disorientation. Oh my god, maybe that is what they were trying to do. It probably is, yeah. yeah. But it's also very silly. It was so silly. Yeah. But yeah, awful 
writing, but I loved it. But God, it was so fun. I think I watched it like, twice. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I love vampires. <laughs> How do you have the time to watch bad shows twice? I watched it once, like, with me and my sibling, I think, and then the second time I watched it with my cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, I just, I like it's it because I think right. it's, like, silly, like, just because the writing is so bad. So, like, you get, like, these characters who are just, like, so funny. Like, they're they're funny, like, the writers did write them to be funny, but then <laughs> I laugh at them because they're just, they're like, so weird and, like, stupid. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, agree. Um, anyways, Although I need I, to rewatch that show. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Although I do think that Calliope's mom, she ate. Like, oh, the yeah, actors, she was like, cool. She, I was like, why are you putting your whole pussy into this? Like, <laughs> nobody else... Nobody else put any effort. Noah, not the writers, not the actors. Oh, boy. It was just you, girl. She was like, yeah, she was like, I feel like the actual good actor. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe also because she had, like, the character who was, like, the voice of reason or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, still. Anyways, such an amusing show. It's so silly. Highly yeah. recommend. Yeah. No, but literally. it did get canceled. Five stars. Because, yeah. <laughs> Netflix hates lesbians. They, they, yeah, Netflix hates lesbians. Oh, my God. No, I'm so mad about some of those shows that got canceled because, like, didn't, like, Warrior Nun get canceled, too, or something? Oh, I didn't really watch that one, but it was the, um, oh, God, Everything Sucks was so good, and, uh, oh, man, there was the other, there was, like, two that I, like, started watching, but then they got canceled, and they were, like, really good. Yeah, A League of Their Own got canceled, Mm -hmm. Gentleman Jack got canceled. Gentleman Jack got canceled? Yeah. Like, basically, name a lesbian show. (laughs) Yeah, it looked good. Name a lesbian show, it's probably canceled. Yeah. Sick and twisted. Sick and twisted. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Sag. Sad. What other shows do we have on our list of things to speak of? Oh, this uh, is... Honestly, I just have books and all. True. Also, it's so real. Yeah. <laughs> like, can I go back to talking about Dracula now? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> can. Fuck yeah. No, I feel like it's so fun how... Well, okay, this is more getting into why I think that vampires became associated with queerness because i feel like that is a thing like um yeah and rice's so. boy toy parentheses blistot <laughs> yeah he's like bisexual like that is not something that happens in a vacuum and like the fact that we can name uh first kill and like what we do in the shadows uh and there was that retelling of carmilla that they were lesbians and that other one that's a book where they're also lesbians yeah and it's like i'm just saying i'm establishing a trend so that when I attempt to explain why I think that trend happened, it doesn't feel like I'm talking out of my ass. Um, I just feel like there's, uh, like, an effeminacy to the vampire, almost, which I think is really interesting, yeah. because, like, not to no sound crazy and film critic and everything, but, like, I feel like drinking someone's blood is sort of inherently a violating, like, penetrative act, almost. Like, it feels masculine-coded, yeah. which like is... Like, it literally is a picture of that, so, yeah. yeah. Which is why it's so interesting to me that vampires always wind up, like... I feel like it's very common for them to be, like... Uh, how do I put this? Like, clean-shaven, sort of, youthful, sort of, like... Patrickles? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. you Twinks. know. Twinks. But, like, they're not all, like, skinny. No, yeah. But they all are all kind of like Twins limp wristed. Limp wristed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wild. <laughs> no, I'm right. Um, and I don't know if I can blame that on Lord Byron because I also feel like it's like I feel like it's the urge to have vampires be 
identifiably other while also still being plausibly human, if that makes sense. Because I feel like a lot of the appeal of the vampire and also the werewolf is that it's like, oh, they walk among us undetected. Mm. But then it turns out they have this, like, monstrous secret self, this, like, internal inviolable selfhood that is disgusting to polite society and i feel like queer coding being like yeah. oh like effeminacy is a really effective way to communicate that to an audience um without having to like establish it more directly than that if that makes sense and i think that's also where like this kind of like sensuality, like sensualness of vampires comes in because it's like a, also probably a good way to like because like that like what made me think of that is like you saying like polite society, like having this kind of like kind of, like having them be kind of like sexy all the time and like you know kind of makes them yeah, no, not polite. Like, I, guess. I feel like really one of the things I'm thinking of having this is like Edward from Twilight, who is of course heterosexual as hell. And I'm sure it never crossed Stephanie's, Stephanie Meyer's mind that he would be anything but. But there's definitely like, he's not a man's man, you know? He's a girl's. Yeah. Honestly, and he is, and it fucking worked. Yeah, it worked. So Actually, when I watched Twilight, literally everyone in my friend group hated uh, everyone. But like, Damn. we were all very jaded. I understand. I think if I had been younger, I would have been fucking insane. Not that I'm not insane, just not insane over Edward. Insane about it, or yeah. oh, okay, over Edward. Probably. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, True. I don't know. I feel like Billy on like what you were both saying. Also, like the other aspect is kind of like what we were talking about last episode about like excess and like that kind of thing too because I feel like the vampire bite I feel like immediately because I know I saw in your notes you were like that sounds like it would hurt but it's also sexy yeah, yeah. no because I looked it up because I well okay this was for D&D but um so true it was, um, but I was like what does getting the blood sucked out of you feel like and they were like kind of ouchy and I was like all right fair enough well, like you have your blood drawn before surely no oh okay Good. I've never it sucks <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like oh it sucks haha but yeah, I feel like in Vampire Media, they usually portray getting bit as, like, pleasurable. No, literally. Um, and so I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of adding to the queer coding, because it's like, why do you desire this, like, penetrative, like, physical act that's, like, pleasurable, but seen as taboo? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like that really comes up a lot in the interview with the vampire, and so it just, like, oh. it that one literally becomes, like, it's like, they don't even try to hide it, because the first biting happens during gay sex. So it's like, yeah, yeah gay sex, vampire bite, it's kind of, the, they really the dots are connected. The dots. Yeah, yeah they, they literally, con- yeah, the dots are on top of each other. <laughs> the dots are fucking. <laughs> Oh, yeah, vampire bites are vampire bites. horny. They're mm-hmm. so horny. I know. I, that, yeah. I really appreciate it. They just always it. have been. I feel like the neck is, like, a classically, like, horny spot. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's a classic erogenous zone. So I really appreciate it when they when vampires, like, branch out. It's not just the neck. <laughs> and go like, where? Ooh. Where else? Like, wrist or thigh. Okay, yeah, that's and the like, Thigh is that's crazy. Thigh is crazy. <laughs> Be crazier, people. No, literally. Get creative you. with it. Get a little kinky with it, you know? like. Yeah, you have something about vampirism slash kink. I do. I did have something about uh, vampirism slash kink. Because, like, uh, no, okay, it was literally just, like, 
I could tell that everybody was, like, going on this dock periodically throughout the day because my list would keep going, like, oh to JQ's point, to Raider's point, and then I'd be like, oh my god, fun, and then I would join it. It was very fun uh, to watch the progression. But, yeah, to that point about, um, yeah, pleasure from something taboo, like, vampires and king culture, because, like, I feel like I'm not personally involved with uh, kink culture or, like, BDSM or anything like that, but, like, it seems like it could be, like, a very, like, bit, like subculture, because, like, you know, like, like about, like, feeling woozy, like, breath play is a thing, and that, like, makes you feel woozy, I think, and, like, stuff like that. It just seems like there's a lot of elements in there, and that's probably another, like, othering thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything to add, but yeah. True. Well, <laughs> just so seems true. like there's a lot of elements that they have in common. Have either of you seen... I'm going to guess no for you, but like, have either of you seen Castlevania? No. Yes. Oh, you have yeah, seen Castlevania! Oh my friend. god, that's crazy. I actually have something, um, because it's the vampires in the second season. I was like, wow, they have gender roles going on. The vampires? They like, have... their physiology has gender roles No, they're just on, like... they just are gender roles? They have a lot of gender, and I'm like, wow. It's like... Is... A, a fun way, like, like yeah, this yeah. is gender. I'm pro the vampire. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. I was like, I was like, what? No, no, no we're good. As a gender, tbh. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, actually, a la carte, great example of the effeminate. Yeah, because I was gonna, that's what the thing I kept thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're fruity. They're kind of twinky. Yeah, no, I was like, a la carte? He is extremely fruity and twinky. Um, and he has a lot going on. He, I feel like, oh my god, no. He is, like, double queer-coded. Well, he's <laughs> queer, canonically. But also, oh, like... He is? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I didn't know that. But it's kind of in a unslay confirmation way, but it's okay. It's You're gonna okay. feel like Wait, and then he unslay dies. confirmation way? I don't We're know, because, like... Gay lover. Like, basically, he is in his depression era, and yeah. then these two vampire hunters come oh, to... Oh, yeah. Okay. No, that did happen. Right, yeah, and then he's... Because he's, like, half vampire, right? So he's not... He's the son of Dracula. That's the context. And so he... And his name is Dracula backwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, God. that was crazy yeah. when they, when they real, revealed that. I was like, whoa. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Dracula backwards. Whoa. I was, like, kind of sure. <laughs> I just having a crisis. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that was crazy. But because he's, like, half vampire, he kind of, like, opposes his father's, like, evil vampire, like, mm. scheming and stuff. So There's a lot of evil vampire scheming in the show. Yeah, it's great. It's so good. But he... This, so these two hunters, like, vampire hunters come to him and are, like, teach us your, like, ways or whatever. But then he's like, oh, they're my friends. Like, I don't have to have depression anymore. And then they, like, they're brother and sister. So this is why it's Unslay. They both fuck him at the same time, which is kind of like... Oh, that's so interesting. I don't really like that, I but... I love when writers write shows and it's like, have you ever had a sibling before? <laughs> ever and in your life? Because so true. genuinely, no, but it is like, nothing sounds worse. I mean, they're doing it to try and kill him, though. Yeah, so they, they're betraying like, him. Then they it is try to kill him, yeah. Oh, like, still, it was definitely like plausible deniability that maybe they didn't want to be having <laughs> right. sex with him still, at the same time. But like, me, personally, I would choose a different route. Yeah, like, maybe yeah. send one of you. And then, <laughs> <laughs> like, did and you both need like, to be there? Under the bed exactly. Or something. Like, jump out and kill him. Exactly. Anyway, so that's the way we're like, okay, I guess he's gay. But, <laughs> <laughs> or he's bisexual, I guess. Um, yeah, true. Slay. But yeah, I feel like he... And in this depression era, like, even harder. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. But I feel like he's, like, double queer-coded. 
besides also being like queer because one vampire but also two i feel like the being like the hybrid like like half vampire half human is so it's spot yeah <laughs> Sorry, not to be crazy. Not to, not to go insane there for a second. Spock That's literally what the podcast is for. But literally, yeah, exactly. The, the being time in... we talked about Good Omen. Okay, no, we're going to keep talking about but... Castlevania. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can change the topic, but I'm not going to. Because um, I really like the... And I assume they're canonically lesbian vampires in the second season, because... Shuga Marana? Yeah. Oh my. No, okay, right. You just need to see what they look like. You just need to see what they look like. One of them is We're like. Because I think so. One of them is. No, they um, are gay, for sure. Like, okay. they're confirmed a couple, but like. Nice. Awesome, because I was like, there's. Surely there's no fucking way, right? But also, like, haven't we all been burned before? Um, gal pals. One of them is like enormous yeah. and very buff, and she has like a bearskin cloak kind oh, of vibe stop. going on. Oh my god! And the other one is like it's awesome. Wait, I like them so much. No, yeah, they're you need watch it just show. for them. No, yeah. And I was so sad because oh sorry, no, finish no, your statement. I was just gonna say I thought they were all together, like all of four of the vampire mm. ladies. Oh yeah. And then I was like, they're just on a double that, date. They yeah. weren't. They weren't. Well, I guess. It's like more unlikable. So like I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't actually finish the second season because I is broke up with my that. girlfriend and we were watching it together. Oh, and I was like, yeah. Maybe not gonna touch that for yeah. a while. But yeah. But no, it is a good show. Um, Sec- the spinoff dropped too. There's a spinoff? Yeah, Castlevania oh. Nocturne. It's oh, actually okay. like pretty slice so far. I haven't finished it yet because I'm waiting to finish it with my sibling over break. Mm. But it's like even more explicitly queer. Nice. Oh yeah. The good fight scenes. Yeah. It's kind of cool too because actually. I don't know, this doesn't really tie in that much like to queerness necessarily, but in the second season they explore vampirism as like an analogy for like colonization and stuff. Yeah, which is like, like the vampires are the colonists? Yeah, there's yeah. also like, like some vampires who aren't. Hmm. Um, but like one of the main like characters that gets introduced in like Nocturne is like she escapes like a slave plantation essentially and her like master was like a vampire. But there's also oh, like, I think I've seen a what's clip. going on with the brother and sister duo too. Mm-hmm. Like exactly, they're yeah. basically being held captive by the vampire. Hmm. But there's also uh, other like vampires too. Like there's one who's like indigenous and stuff, and he's very hot. So yeah, and it ties back into queerness because uh, queer people are hot too. True. No way. He fucks yeah. the priest. We figured it out. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of sacrilege. Yeah, I was like, oh, so fun. There's like lots of layers there. Being a vampire (laughs) fucking a priest. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's like best of both worlds. (laughs) (laughs) You got the religious trauma, you got the vampirism. Exactly. You got daddy issues. Yeah, oh my god. God. True. True. Right. (laughs) Brenna liked that one. Um, (laughs) Brenna's dying in the corner. Brenda's just off screen. Do you have anything you'd like to add thus far? Yeah. Uh, well, I was thinking about this really hot fan art of Hector under the table from Castlevania uh, with his vampire mistress, and then that made me think about, like, vampires as master and then their thralls. Oh, um, yeah. That definitely ties well, into... We do the shadows, definitely. Yeah. I only watched the movie. I didn't watch the show. They have a movie? They do have a yeah, movie. Yeah, they have a movie. movie. That's the what it... First thing. Thing. That's wild. Yeah, it yeah. has Jermaine Clement and Taika. So like, oh, true. Wait, great. that's so fun. And yeah. I like, and Reese Darby is there. And Reese Darby, he's a werewolf. He's a werewolf. Yeah, he's there with Jermaine Clemens, and I was like, wow, this is okay. I cannot. I feel like every week I want to bring up terrible 
uh, mid two thousands sitcom Flight of the Concords, which has nothing to do with vampires or queerness at all. But Reese Darby is there. <laughs> so Darby's true. There, that's what matters. And that's what matters. He's yeah. very sad there. Oh, Feel bad for him. Oh, um, to him. Sorry, Reese Darby. Yeah. What we do in the shadows, though, the show I don't think he's there. Is he there in the show? Has anyone here Reece watched Darby. the show? Reece Darby? Watched it. Yes, Reece like, Darby no, there. he is not. He, yeah, no, he's Did not. Did he come back so with the werewolves? He might have made a cameo. There's werewolves in where, what were you in the show? Yeah, yeah there are. Yeah. So he might have made a cameo, but I don't like remember it, actually. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think he was no. ever in it, yeah, no, in come. the show. Anyway, yeah, BSM, Vampire Thrall. That could bring in a star in, but I have not read into his background enough because I don't want to be spoiled. But anyway, he's Gate, pretty. Right? Yeah, yeah Baldur's Gate, yeah. he is a fruity vampire. He's <laughs> extremely fruity oh, vampire. I'm thinking about him. Keeps showing up. I'm thinking about him all the time. From Rainer, unfortunately. Baldur's Gate, though, isn't everyone there fruity? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're all. Thing. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they're all, like, player sexual, so. There's going to be fruity vampires. Oh, wait, okay. I can get back to the thing I was going to talk about, and then I was like, we should keep talking about Castlevania. So um, true. Because the, the thing that I actually have written down here is I should talk about Monstrous Regiment. Uh, which is a novel by Terry Pratchett. Uh, you're making happy faces. I've read fan fiction of it. You've written fan fiction? Oh my god, send Written it to or me. read? Send it red, to me? red. Oh, okay. Oh, red. Red. Yeah. I was like... That is hello. the one with the with uh, Polly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. It was Maledictus Polly fan fiction. Yeah. And everybody was trans. Well, yeah, that's... Okay, Terry Pratchett fucking... <laughs> His number one hobby was making the most transcoded characters of all time. Slay! While being completely unaware that's what he was doing. <laughs> that's so silly of Like, him. Wait, what, what are some examples? Okay, so obviously everyone in Monstrous Regiment, the plot of Monstrous Regiment is that it's an army battalion and the main character is a girl dressing up as a boy uh, so she can join the army and then she slowly just discovers over the course of the book that everyone in her battalion is also a girl dressing up as a boy. That's, that's so, so silly. And then there's a bit where they have to sneak into an army encampment and uh, dress as women to get in. Wait. And then they're rejected, like they're thrown out of the army encampment because people think that they're men pretending to be women that's instead so of women funny. pretending to be men pretending that's to be so women. That's so validating though. Like, yeah. for them. Slay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, apart from that, there's also, uh, I'm sorry about the character name here, but I do love him. Uh, his name is Moist Von Lipwig. Hello? Uh, first name Moist, last, wig, last name Von Lipwig. That's um, And it's, he's like, his whole thing is like, oh, he never uses his real name. He's like on the run from everything and everything that reminds him of his past. And he's like a con man. And he's like... There's, like, a whole passage where he's like, ah, uh, yes, when you wear a disguise, you have to have something, like, really eye-catching so that people don't under notice the person underneath. And it's supposed to just be about lying, but it's also, like, trans? Hmm. Trans? Um, and then there's, uh, literally his concept of dwarves is that they only have one gender, and there's, like, an ongoing theme throughout the books about, like, the City Watch, that dwarves are campaigning for female dwarves to be, like, recognized and to be able to perform their gender, like, as female. And then there's also, side note, one character who's, like, essentially performing masculinity as a dwarf, rather than, like, the single dwarf gender, which is, like, congratulations, Terry! They're both trans femme and trans masculine. Yeah! It's like, bro, you can't keep doing this. And then he just keeps doing it. You can't keep getting it. away with this! Can't keep getting away with this, but he does. But he does. Anyway, Monsters Regiment. 
Yeah. There's a vampire there. Um, Ooh, slay. Yeah, vampire, vaguely lesbian. Mm. Slay. Wait, I like that. Yeah, it's really funny because you find out, like, throughout the whole book, literally, e- about literally everyone in the battalion, and this is, like, usually six or seven random characters, you find out that they're all female, like, a major side character is also female pretending to be male. <laughs> well, okay, Jackworm is really trans mask. Like, <laughs> I feel like that one was not an allegory. There's, like, the sergeant of the battalion is, like, there's a whole passage at the end where Polly is, like, you know, you don't have to go back to your family as a woman. You can go back as a male guy oh, named Sergeant Jack. So that's, that's not like, Okay, text. well. That's, that's just text. text. That's text. That's text. Um, <laughs> you write then, it like, down. after that, like, after all that, the vampire known as Maledict drops as, like, a one-liner, oh, by the way, my name is Maledicta. And that's, like, the last three paragraphs of the book. Bro. Huh? It's like, <laughs> also what just are you text. doing here? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I mean, like, there's no other way to interpret that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good book. I highly recommend it, even though I just spoiled the entire thing. Um, I, I won't remember. I don't remember anything. Okay, I forgot I already. Nothing, <laughs> yeah. I got nothing up there. Yeah. Uh, and you should also read other Terry Pratchett books. Yeah. Not just for the trans-coded characters, although they are very much there. Um. Slay. But also oh, yeah. for, like, the anti-imperialism and shit. Hey, Slay. Based. Does Monstrous Regiment have that? No. Mm. Monstrous Regiment is honestly a little too pro-war for my taste. Oh, but really trans. True, <laughs> so, at like, least there's that! And it's definitely not trying to be pro-war, just so we're clear. Mm. I just think it sort of falls victim to the, um, what's the quote about, like, you can't make an anti-war film. Like, in depicting it, it accidentally glorifies it, even though it's not trying to, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, how putting something in a museum makes you want to look at it, and right. putting something in a film or a book makes you want to, like, draws attention to it. Yeah, Cultural yeah. attention. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Queer vampires. Vampires! Slay. Trans vampire. Oh, werewolves. Because I like that one, too. I know that it's not the topic of conversation, but I saw it mentioned, and I was like, hmm, I kind of like that one, too. No, I love werewolves. I mean, yeah. I honestly feel much more connected with werewolves than with vampires. Slay. I'm a Something vampire about losing person, control. personally, but werewolves are also cool. Yeah. That's also like, oh, and then I reveal my masculine self, you know, uh, which yeah, I feel like yeah. vampires is more go. like... I feel like, hmm... I feel like there's less of a dramatic reveal with vampires. And oh, definitely. Tea. That's what I was going to point out. Yeah, is that, like, vampires are kind of always camp. like that. Yeah. Vampires are also camp, just in a yeah, different they way. Are. <laughs> They're camp in, like, a try-hard way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Dracula spends so long grooming his beard. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm picking out his swooshy cape. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, no, yeah, literally. See? Try-hard. Um, <laughs> he definitely picked the swooshiest cape. Yeah. Reese Darby. Damn. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's clever. Reese Darby is like the mascot. The werewolf. The old. It's like a old poem by Marie de France, and it's about mm-hmm. a werewolf guy, who you did it, mention that. Yeah, he's like, so loyal to his king, and then his wife betrays him. But he's so loyal to his king, and his king mm-hmm. doesn't know that he's the wolf. But then his king's love brings him back to human form, and then uh, it's, it's like, oh, my favorite knight, and he kisses him lovingly. The, there's oh. a lot to unpack there. <laughs> I approve. 
Yeah. Gay people real. Gay people real. Gay people real. No way. Oh, yeah, that's... No, wait. Hold on. I might have forgotten it again. Oh, vampires are, like, always like that. But then werewolves are, like... I feel like there's more, like, secret to it. Like, okay. <laughs> Stealth werewolves. Stealth werewolves. <laughs> yeah, literally. No, yeah. What if vampires are the, are the larger queer allegory, but then werewolves are the trans allegory? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> for those of us who those of you who cannot see Brenna just dabbed um, presumably for werewolves as a trans allegory it's really good for me to not be on camera yeah. I feel more emboldened off camera mm, true. Yeah, you will, you should you, be. there will be the um, me providing an audio description of everything yeah, <laughs> perceived. perceived so perceived What else we got? There were so many notes, but there weren't enough notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, because neither of you have seen Interview with a Vampire. No, but we I'm like, I it. did read the Wikipedia page for it in preparation for this episode. Oh my god, today. <laughs> yeah. <Your> research. <laughs> that is really, really fruity, like, extremely so. Um, well, I mean, you, didn't you introduce it by being like, yeah, the first vampire bite as well? He's having gay sex? Floating. Vampire gay sex. I did not see it, but I was looking up images for, well, to plug Rainer's article from the print. Can we say things about that yet? Yeah, we totally can. I don't know, you're the only one. Yeah, true. Tell us. Okay, yeah, no. Well, we'll be interviewing a vampire. I wish. Well, actually, maybe I don't. I don't know. But, yeah. You don't want to have floating gay vampire sex? <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the thing about having gay vampire sex is that a lot of the time it kills you. It doesn't does kill it? him it in the show. Oh, okay. well, that's nice. Well, yeah, I guess it's the good. the mild, like, look, sneak peek is that my print article for this quarter's print is on Interview with the Vampire. But, yeah, so there's a movie, and then there's a show. The, the show's, show. like, recent, right? The show's very recent, yeah. like, last the year movie's or old. something. The movie's like older. Like, 90s or something? The movie is Tom also Cruise very, and Brad Pitt. Yes. Very gay, but not explicitly gay. Well, and yeah. also, it's kind of racist, so... Oh, well. But, what's cool about the show is they got rid of one of them being a literal slave master. <laughs> Hello? So, huh? Yeah, I forget which one. I kind of blocked it out of my mind. But yeah, they instead... Sorry, no, this is literally exactly the same as when when my friends and I were watching Twilight, we had decided that the only vampire we liked was Jasper because he didn't say anything. Really <laughs> 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 I, really I see that. where this is going. <laughs> Midway through, it's like, Lord Dog, he was a confederate soldier. No! And we were like, we've been that absolutely bamboozled, duped. Yeah. We were so, he I'm so mad. I'm straight. so mad. Why'd she do that? There's Why like, did she do so many things? It could have been a There's union like, soldier. It could have been a union soldier. Yeah, it could have become an Italian. I'm so mad. <laughs> it would have been that simple. Two sides in that war. <laughs> One of them much more ethically defensible. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm remembering Twilight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen two of the movies. I've seen one of the movies. Okay, That's yeah. nice. Which my one? dad likes the first those one. Movies. I've seen all of them. With my mom. Is there four or three? Four. Four. Okay. Except I really blocked the third one entirely out of my memory. Is that the one with the imprinting on the child? Games? No, it's the fourth oh, one. Fourth um, one. 
Where they Rabbit start Miles is on the fourth one, you know. That's yes. so wrapped up. Nobody's so, so hot, but he's so hot. Yeah, he's, he's really so hot. hot. Like, and there are these two dudes from like Russia or maybe Transylvania, <laughs> and they're kind of fur coated in my heart. They're like, oh, we're the only two left from like this castle or whatever. Like we go everywhere together, and it's like, hmm, fellas. Fellas? Is it gay? Obviously, completely accidental. Um, again, horrible movie. Do not recommend. Uh, painfully heterosexual, except for those no. two vampires. Uh, Disappointing. Anyway. Yeah. I'm so sorry, right No, I'm you're so good. I feel like we have to talk about Twilight and the fucking vampires. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I, I don't know. I recommend the first one solely for the, like, laugh value. The first it one is funny. hilarious. Jacob is a good character for, like, easily an hour. <laughs> That's true. That's fair. That he is. Just, He's, I like, guess. a normal character. I don't character. totally remember, but yeah. He has, like, long hair, and then when he cuts all his hair. hair off, then he starts sucking. And he's bad. Bella, where have you been, Luca? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That was when he still had long hair, so that yeah. was a redeem. That was his, uh, in his redeemable arc before yeah. he went and, like, did, like, I don't know, a cult or whatever? Like, just, like, being a they kind of, yeah. For he no started reason. a cult? No, he, like, kind of joined just... a cult. Oh, okay. Yeah. The werewolves? I was like, 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 I mean, are we surprised? She's Mormon. <laughs> She's Mormon? <laughs> you didn't Stephanie know Myers Mormon? is Mormon? That's why you don't have sex. You haven't seen yeah, the a... quote where it's like Bella walks downstairs in like her calf-length khaki skirt? Oh my god, I have seen that one. Yeah, <laughs> I think she was just a bad writer. She could be oh. both. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, Brandon Sanderson, I think, is Mormon, and he's like an okay writer. Oh, he's Mormon? He... I mean, maybe he's not, but I think he is. No, I, so I, I, I have... I feel like I, I have, might have heard that and then blocked it out of my head. <laughs> I have lived proof that there are some cool Mormons out there. Two of my best friends from childhood. Oh, yeah. Love, love it. it. Not Suzanne Collins, though. Not Suzanne Collins? Suzanne Collins? Oh, no, no. Mormon? Mormon? Oh, Stephanie Collins. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry to Suzanne Collins. You that are so cool. That was a fucking jump scare. Yeah. Sorry, oh sorry, God. sorry. Mixing up my wire out there. <laughs> LOL, LOL. No, Suzanne Collins is cool. Suzanne I mean, as far as I know, so I don't valid. keep up with her life. But Oh, I think she's... I don't know. I don't think, I mean, she hasn't done, like, any J.K. Rowling, uh, like, Yeah, but, like, the things. bar is not a J.K. Rowling. No, that's true, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, um, thing, hopefully, the oh, bar is not. Yeah. Interview with the oh, yeah, interview with the vampire. Okay, yeah. No, I was just gonna say, it was cool, because they made, um, Louise, like, a black guy in the show, and oh, so... sorry, it's Louise? Louis? Louis, okay, wait, is it Louis or is it Louis? <laughs> it's Louis. Okay. Yeah, it's Louis, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, probably, if I'm wrong, You're sorry. the one who's watched the show! <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm doubting myself now, though. But yeah, no, it's, like, cool, because um, they, like, incorporate that into his character, and, like, it's an added layer of why he feels extra, like, ostracized for being, like, both queer and black. And I thought that was, like, a clever way to, like, ex- like, get rid of this life master aspect! And then to also bring in, like, more societal, like, things to the vampire storyline because yeah it's like he feels very isolated and like alone until he meets Lestat who's like the bisexual pretty vampire who seduces him and then he goes I can fix you well no he actually said I can make you worse (laughs) (laughs) okay and then he was like vampire like yeah it's like I can make you worse Mm -hmm. but in like a sexy way 
Exactly. And then he's like, yeah, make me worse. And then he does make him worse. But, like, it's <laughs> <not> <laughs> actually. Shit. Yeah, right. well, <laughs> but it was fun to watch. Yeah. And, like, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. And they do have floating gay vampire sets. Yeah. Where he bites him. Mm-hmm. There we go. In a sexy way. He bites well, him in a sexy it's way. Because it's sexy. <laughs> well, he also does, like, murder people, and it's, like, less sexy. It's yeah. more just, like, murderous. <laughs> oh, okay. But a it's sexy. not it's not sexy murder, it's like regular murder. Sometimes it's regular murder, sometimes it's sexy murder. He mixes it up, you know? <laughs> there's a distinction. Yeah. I know there's a distinction. <laughs> uh, no one think I'm not like aware that there might be a distinction between regular murder and sexy murder. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like if you have religious trauma, that's a great show to watch. Cause I mean we'll give you more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's great. Okay, spoilers for the first episode. But, like, exactly. (laughs) Um, The what happens is basically, like, the whole time Louis kind of grew up, like, Christian and stuff, so they're probably Catholic. Probably Catholic. Probably Catholic. (laughs) Let's be honest. So he's like, oh my god, I can't be gay. That's, like, so simple and saucy. And also, I can't let the sexy sexy gay vampire, like, bite me because that's, like, sus. But then finally he reaches his breaking point and he goes to like the church and he like is in the confessional booth and he's like, I have sinned. (laughs) I laid down with a man. I laid down with the devil. And who is a pretty vampire. Yeah. Naturally. Naturally, of course. course. And he's like, he's like, I can't escape. The devil like has his roots in me and I can't like escape. That's something else in me too. Mm. Um, and then they just see like fucking fire, and then it's like whoa. Lestat pulling the priest out of the booth <gasps> and like murders him. <laughs> and then and then he like goes on a rampage and kills like every priest <gasps> and like the entire church. Yes. The church is like Pies? on fi- yeah on fire, oh, and he's obsessed. like, I'm obsessed. Yeah, like <laughs> it was crazy. And then he like he turns to like Lee, who's like quaking like a little wet rat on the floor. <laughs> Oh, and that's then, why you like him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm not the devil, you were wrong. And then he like kneels down like next to him. And then he like he's like, you like be like be my companion. Like I see you and like I understand you and like all this stuff. And he's like, be with me forever. He's like, all you have to do is say the word. And then he like turns him. Like Louis, like yeah, and like he like turns him. It was crazy. That's sexy murder because it's like in the name of another, you know? Yeah, no, it yeah. was insane. Like while they're surrounded by like the burning church and like the corpses of all the priests. Maybe I need to watch this show. It was yeah, crazy. Like that. that made me insane. I could, I I've seen that episode like four or five times. <laughs> <laughs> is it like live action or anime? It's live action. Damn, imagine how crazy they could go with the anime, oh, animated interview with the vampire mm-hmm. show. True. Castlevania. <laughs> There's your crazy gay uh, Castle- animated show. Castlevania goes hard. It goes hard, and the character designs are so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be gayer, weird. but, like, I respect the, the effort they put I feel in. like Nocturne yeah. is, like, gayer. So, nice. you know, it's like they did up the gay levels. Yeah. Once again, I need to finish it still, but it was pretty gay. But, so. mm-hmm. I mean, vampire fucking gay. It feels hard to get more insane than vampire fucking a priest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's. If you want to call on cultural symbols, like, you've just packed so many into such a small, small space. Like, ooh, and we threw the taboos (laughs) about sex and religion together. Mm -hmm. And one of them was a vampire? Mm -hmm. Indeed. 
No way. Also, really funny that, um, and I don't actually mean really funny there. I was just using it as uh, sort of a filler intro. That yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, Christianity is like an antithesis of both queerness and the vampire. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, mm-hmm. can't have crosses. Can't have crosses, can't, can't have, have garlic. Crosses. Well, the garlic thing's like a total. Is the garlic thing a Christianity thing? I don't think so. so. Actually, I heard something about how garlic has, like, some antimicrobial um, properties, and so does, like, what are the other things? Yeah, yeah, silver, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no one could hear that, too. Yeah, and, like, because, like, I think something about, like, folklore, like, you know, coming out of, like, infectious disease. I'm learning so much in this microbiology class. It's great. Um, I didn't learn that in my microbiology class, but, like, that was, like, something about how, like, that might have been how it was, like, you know, how you banish the sickness of vampirism is like, oh, it's actual sickness and it's just germs. Yeah. Well, that's great. So, yeah, I think I did hear yeah. that, but I forgot, so. I feel like the explanation that I find more plausible is that, like, at least with werewolves, um, and also kind of with vampires with, like, the turning into animal stuff, is that the two main threads are, like, don't go in the woods at night, you idiot, and don't, like, yeah. touch strange animals, both of which are kind of good pieces of life advice. Yeah. Like, make, the reason I don't do those things is not what if I get turned into a werewolf, <laughs> but, like, that's just because I have different reasons for not doing those things, right. not because the werewolf explanation isn't also an adequate means of convincing people to not do dumb things. I don't know, man. I've done both of those things, and I am perfectly fine. <laughs> for now. For You've now. in the woods? And, and touched have, animals? Yes. <laughs> access to, like, modern antibiotics and shit? That part. Yeah. And you know about washing your hands? Yeah. Fun fact. Like, you can I, do in clean running water? When I domesticated a feral cat. Mm. Oh, yeah. Slay. And also been in the woods at night. Fun fact, infectious disease used to be, like, the top one killer of people, but now it's not because of modern Wait, sanitation it, practices. It? It's not. I don't yeah, think. It is. It's primarily, like, well, it's, like, primarily, like, non infectious I think it's probably heart disease. Okay. It's probably like non-infectious diseases. Like that makes sense. I think that's it's like an 80-20 split of like non-infectious to infectious. That's awesome. Or no. Awesome. I mean there's like infectious diseases is in the 20% slice. Or no, wait. Never mind. Anyways, um It's less now. <laughs> it's less it's so much less now because there's like modern sanitation practices and there's like actually knowing what causes disease because there was like a lot of ideas about it, and then there's also vaccines. So actually, get vaccinated. And the um one of the things that popularized, I actually have notes about this because I want to deploy actual facts. Um, there was this Serbian village in, uh, oh my god, like the 1820s, like right after the Ottomans got done conquering the place, because let it be known, this is also about imperial anxieties. Um, the Serbian village found, like, heard a report of a woman saying that her recently dead husband had, like, knocked on her door at night and, like, came in, uh, and they are like, what the fuck? So they dug up the body, and they found the body. He had been dead for several weeks, but it was still, like, not really decayed. Like, it was really fresh, and there was, like, some blood on his mouth. Uh, so they got an inspector in from, um, Austria-Hungary, which was, of course, just the Austrian Empire at this point. Naturally. Um, Naturally. As one does. And he published, like, this whole account in which he said, like, the local peasants thought it would be a vampire, which in Serbian means, like, come back, basically, like, come back from the dead. Mm. Like, it's related to the French revenir, 
Which is literally like re veneer comeback. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of this like intersection of medical knowledge with like the edges of what does what does medical knowledge do when you don't have a like an explanation other than like what the people around you are telling you, which of course are all highly influenced by like anxieties over the upsetting of the way of life with like a recent invasion going on and all this is happening in the milieu of like ooh spooky eastern Europe where the locals know something you don't it's crazy crazy but yeah we have no good explanation our best explanation is that he was not actually dead when he was buried and so the blood came from him like freaking out and trying to like eat himself um that's so dot 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 god Oopsie, Hate that alive. for him. <laughs> no, yeah, that kind of sucks ass. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Hope you better. got better. I wrote Hope his name down. You got better. <laughs> Peter Blagojevich. <laughs> oh, all right. Name drop. Peter Blagojevich. Yeah. So sorry, Peter. So sorry, King. You've been, you've been dead for like 200 years, but we're still talking about you. We are still talking about him. Sorry, Petey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're on a first name basis now. I get to call him a nickname. Um, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, I feel like you keep bringing up, like, the cultural milieu around, like, various vampire media or, like, stories and stuff. And, yeah, I don't know. I feel like people always say this, but, like, the vampire is just, like, a reflection of the current time period, like, society's, like, oh, no, yeah. fears and stuff. It's, like, yeah. such an interesting concept. It's also interesting considering a lot of, like, vampire media coming out. Well, also, like, yeah, sexual deviance is such a deep-set cultural anxiety, mm-hmm. especially in, like, the West. Uh, it does not surprise me at all that vampires are portrayed as sexually deviant, if that makes sense. Like, oh, yeah, they're disrupting the sense. order of society, and yeah. that's scary. Yeah. And then they're also, and then you make them into, like, this abomination against nature, and they're also preying on you. They're violating the purity of our young women. Exactly, that part. Oh my god, promise. <laughs> <laughs> promise! Promise! That's funny. Slay. <laughs> I feel like we're saying something though. Oh no, that was kind of like vampires being a representation of anything the culture is anxious about. Yeah. Oh no, that was mostly the whole statement. Except I guess like, yeah, I don't know. It is kind of fun the now that it's coming because obviously like everything you both said about like sexual deviancy is like coming up with like vampires makes total sense. It's also been fun to see like kind of reclamation through like media and stuff of like the vampire tropes and how gay people. Love vampires. Vampires. Yeah. It's like it's like what we talked about with queer monstrosity. Like there's a lot of power in like reclaiming the thing the the trope that calls you a monster and being like, actually, yeah. And it's cool and sexy, so take that. And they make vampires like cool as fuck. They did make vampires (laughs) cool as fuck. God. Like there are like horror movie monsters. I feel like it's harder to be like, oh, I want to reclaim that. But when it's like so embedded in culture and a lot of the ways it's embedded in culture is like and what if you were hot and immortal and it's like yeah fuck no yeah. Way, yeah that's me yeah, <laughs> <slay>. <laughs> me rm hot immortal bisexual 
literally. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh my god. Doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's free real estate. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, like, when we do the shout out, the show in particular definitely runs with the whole thing about being, like, immortal and um, hot. It's like, doesn't, um, Guillermo, isn't his whole reason for wanting to be a vampire Antonio Banderas in Interview with yeah, a Vampire? Yeah, yeah. The original. <laughs> the original. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> Yeah, no, they really run with the idea that, like, if you were hot and immortal, or not even if you were, like, hot. conventionally hot, yeah. if you were just fucking immortal, like, why would you not be gay? Like, yeah. you really Honestly, are gonna yeah. stick with, like, one, one option for the for rest the of your life. the whole time? Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because every single main character in that show I is slept weird. with the Baron. Also, Hello? Like that. <laughs> oh. The Baron. The Baron. The Baron. That's for out too. Okay, and with that, <laughs> you have been watching Speak Out. I have been your host, JQ. I've been Emma. I'm Rainer. You can follow Outright on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, the website formerly known as Twitter. You can read our articles at outrightnewsmag.org. That's right, spelled W R I T E. Thank you, and have a great rest of your day. Bye.